Warning, this is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 1985's The Last Dragon, do me a solid favor, pause this. Go watch it on Netflix right now. It is streaming as we speak. And come back and join the conversation. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cold45Podcast. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You name it, we're out there. Today, Cold45 is powered by... Uh, Pat Nudibo. <laughs> and today, our guest is powered by... It's powered by Reptar Cereal. Hell yeah. <laughs> And folks, as always, we're powered by you, the Patreon listeners and our Podbean listeners. Thank you for everything you guys are doing. As little as $1 a month, you can get an extra episode a week. So be sure to holler at us. Yeah, welcome everybody to a blacker than black edition of the Code 45 Podcast. I'm your host, Beat'em Down. Today I'm joined by Random Randy Savage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got black history going yet again. We're still doing black movies all month long. That's how we fucking do. But folks, I'm super, super excited. I got to talk about today's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a man of many hats. For years, he's been lighting up YouTube with his show, Brunch Blunt, where he tackles pop cultures in all his glory. He is the high chief of Hotbox Challenge on All Def Digital, where he is undefeated, proving worthy of such a title. I mean, he literally hotboxed with Black Jesus. You can catch him on Arcade Tokens Podcast, handing out fades and speaking with them to his viewers. Ladies and gentlemen, spark him if you got him. Let's get spinked with the man who rolls many trees. Give it up for Will. Mother. Fucking Pharaoh, what's going on, man? What's up, man? That was a dope ass intro, man. I appreciate that shit. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, just uh, just to apologize ahead of time with the sound quality. Uh, Will Pharaoh is currently on set at All Def Digital as we speak, doing big things, holding it down. Yeah. Uh, Will, I'm yeah, a huge. Sorry about. No, nah, 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 you good, bro? Uh, Will, I'm a huge fucking fan of your shit, dude. Thank you so much for uh, reaching out to us. Oh, actually, no, the other way oh, around, yeah. responding back to me, basically begging you to be on my show, man. Um. You got all kinds of fucking projects going on, dude. And um, there's so many questions I have to ask you as far as like the game and stuff and all this other stuff that's concerning. But like my biggest question for you, bro, because you're a weed enthusiast, right? You're out in Cali. It's legal. You're able to do that. How how serious was the Jeffrey Blunt? Uh, that Jeffrey Blunt was pretty serious. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm, I'm typically pretty honest when people ask me about stuff offset, like what happens when the cameras aren't rolling. And I'll be honest, that really fucked a lot of us up. Like a lot of us, we were really stuck. Like I didn't drive home that day. I was like, I'm. <laughs> I was like, you know what? The world don't need to see me like this. I'm gonna call an Uber. Because, yeah, so that was some serious stuff. So to clue some of our listeners in, the hot box challenge is basically what a hot box truly is. You get in the car, you smoke that motherfucker out. And the way he, he does it, he adds uh, challenges like the Popeye biscuit challenge, where uh, you got to eat a whole Popeye's biscuit whilst smoking. <laughs> you got to finish the biscuit um, and the blunt before you even have a sip of water, which is basically uh, damn near death to most people. That's like eating just straight dough and just putting yourself underwater. So, like, you have time after time won every single challenge. People will pass out, tap out, walk out of there. Like, the reason I brought up the Jeffrey is the first time I seen you damn near go out of it because uh, <laughs> you had, like, a smash cut to, like, once y'all got done with it. I could literally see you contemplating your entire life, and you were zoned the fuck out. Only difference is your eyes are open, but your homeboy sitting beside you from Smoke Yours was done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that was a hard day. That was a hard day. <laughs> um, 
I'm not gonna lie. And it was hot too, so that was what we really messed up on. So you know, it's a uh, you know trial and error with productions and stuff like that. So it was hot. The car was small, and it was like, hey, let's smoke this infused, powered up blunt and see what happens. Yeah. And unfortunately, y'all got to see what happens. Yeah. Would you take it like a champ? You took it like a fucking champ. I tried. Well, I appreciate that. I'm I'm hell hell intimidated. I'm hell intimidated by that. So you also got um, um, Arcade Podcast with uh, Patrick Cloud, man, where you guys basically do like a Let's Play. Like, uh, I tried to listen to it, but I'd rather watch it. I, I suggest everybody watch it on YouTube instead. Y'all had me fucking rolling, bro, on half the sh- shit y'all be doing. Uh, one of my favorite episodes was, was probably uh, Far Cry Primal, where you were, uh, <laughs> all you were trying to do was beat up some wolves with a flaming uh, club. And then you turned around <laughs> and you set an entire fucking nation on fire. <laughs> I did. I did do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I kind of felt. I'm not gonna lie, we were smoking, and it kind of felt like you ever played the game, and you felt like you were there in the game. So you like turn around, and you feel like you just turned around. You like, oh shit, I just, oh, I did all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like you, I had general concern. Like somebody was gonna come outside and see this, and they just be like, yo, uh, think what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In trouble when I turned around and saw him, and I was like, "This is a fucking video game." That's why I don't think I smoked the remainder of that episode. I love that shit so much because that's like a legitimate skit. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like you, like you, I, I love it because y'all, y'all couldn't script that, man. But um, like literally everything you put out there is fucking awesome, dude. And um, I already knew you're gonna be one of the homies, man, by Appreciate watching that. by watching your uh, your Brunch Blood series because you talk about everything that's pop culture, bro. And like you are totally into the Avengers movies, so I already know you hype for Endgame. Oh yeah, yeah, man. We uh we got a pool right now between a couple of me and the folks up at all death right now. It's like it probably I don't know what the number is at right now, but we're trying to figure out who's not gonna make it. Like who's gonna be officially gone after the Avengers are done. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's kinda hard not to get meta and, and like look into contracts and shit. But I'm I don't I don't even want to talk about it, bro. I'm I'm, af- I'm afraid I feel like it's your boy Cap. No, I wouldn't say goodbye to Tony Stark. You think Tony's going? I think Cap's going, dude. Or both. Or both, yeah. Yep. I ain't looking forward to it, bro. See, my money's on somebody nobody talking about, and I think Thor is going to go. Really? Mm. I think Thor is not going to make it after this. I think think he's going to go all in and sacrifice himself to try to win. Because let's face it, he has nothing to lose, and he said that. I don't have anything to lose. His his home is gone. Loki is gone. His dad is gone. His mom is gone. The sister he just met, he had to kill her. Like, he has really nothing. Jane Foster dumped him for, you know, some dude that liked drinking fucking Starbucks and watching Frasier. So this dude is just out there. Damn. And lost his hammer. And lost his eye. And then got an ass eye in his, in his socket. Bro, he has the worst pink eye inside that shit, bro. <laughs> The inside of his skull cavity, you know, is fuck. Dog, if he wasn't as guardian, he'd be dead on sight, bro. Right. Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. septus. Anyway, oh. anyway, let's quit, let's quit dicking around, folks. Uh, we're talking about the motherfucking Last Dragon, one of the greatest uh, cult movies of all time for black culture, for, for definitely. Like, I can't believe this movie flopped when I found out. It hurt me. But um, I was not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about our first impressions with this movie before we uh, kind of break it down. Uh, Will, I got to ask you, man. Like, what was your first time seeing The Last Dragon? I saw The Last Dragon, I think, when I was five. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm kind of old. Uh, I'm 31 years old. Nigga, so. I'm... 
we're, oh, we're both older than you. We're both older than you, dog. So thank you for that. Thanks for shitting all over us, bro. <laughs> I'm kind of old, bro. I'm four years younger than you, but nigga, but I'm old. Like, oh, thank you. So I'm fucking ancient, my nigga. But yeah, man, no, I saw it when I was like five years old, man. It was, uh, it was on, I, of course, I saw the classic black way. My dad had the recorded VHS. <laughs> you know, like three movies on there. And I'm just like, oh, yep. what's the yeah. Let me see it. Fuck yeah. And so, and that, that's what I saw. I loved it. I loved every minute of it because it was, you know, for me, it was right up the like my, my, uh, my dad was always very adamant about me watching a lot of black films. So I would have stuff like that, Lawrence Fishburne films, anything that was just like those cult dramatic classics and stuff. Matter of fact, anything really new line cinema we had in our house. Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. Mm-hmm. I'm starting. To, I'm, I'm starting. To, I'm starting to recognize that new line cinema had nothing but the dopest black movies in the nineties. Yeah, I think um, that's fair. Well, yeah, Friday for sure. Uh, Blade. Blade. Yep. 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 Um, what else? In, in too yeah. deep. Um, scary movies. New line, wasn't it? Yep. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, bro. You know, that's that's a yeah. damn good observation. I didn't even catch that shit. Like, yeah. like for me personally, um, I seen Last Dragon. I was I was about around the same age as you, like five or six. But I caught the, the tail end of it because, uh, like you know, that's back when they'll play it on TV, syndicated and shit. And uh, when you catch it, you fucking catch it. Because there was no TiVo. There was no none of that shit. You just, if you see it, you better sit your ass down and watch it. So it was like, it was like the last fight scene where, like, uh, you know, he was knocking fire out of his ass. I was like, oh, give me all of this shit. Like, I want, I want more of this in my life. Like, this is what the fuck I want to see. I was able to finally catch it, like, <laughs> on a good Sunday where they had it playing, like, the whole time. And I was able to catch it from mm-hmm. beginning to end. I fucking loved it. But, Randy, I got to ask you, bro. What was your first impression with Last Dragon? So... I was unsure that I had actually seen this before until Farrell just mentioned that the three videos on VHS that his dad <laughs> recorded for him. And then I remembered that's exactly what my dad did. And that's where I saw it first. But I think it might have been like way like age four. Like a, it's a distant memory that had to get like churned up from a, a past memory. That's the reason why I, like, I don't know if I actually seen this movie before, but it was so long ago that I had never seen it since. But I like rewatching it now. I was like, Oh yeah, I do remember most of this, like most of what happens, and I know how the end goes. But yeah, I, I remember seeing this when I was very young, like three, maybe four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's quit dicking around, guys. I know y'all ready to break this motherfucker down, so let's do this. Uh, Will, you ready? I am ready. Hell yeah, Randy, you ready? Always. All right, so let's get into it. So for, first of all, guys, shout out to Barry Gordy and everybody on this motherfucking soundtrack because this intro always gets me hyped up, man. Even when I'm tired as fuck. When you see this uh, Ty Mac out there doing them slow motion, slow motion punches and shit, doing all the kicks, and like the intro's kicking up, you're like, oh man, it's about to fucking go down. And what trips me out, because I'm a Dragon Ball fan, and I, I just finished Dragon Ball Super recently, man. And uh, we just did Enter the Dragon uh, a couple weeks ago, so we're doing Last Dragon now, and I'm realizing both Bruce Lee and Ty Mac have already mastered Ultra Instinct at the beginning of the goddamn movie before the movie even fucking starts. <laughs> yep. Because the master's yeah. shooting arrows at this cat, and, and like, and he's real life chopping these arrows out of the sky. So kudos to Time Act. It took him two hours, but, but he still did it. I, I can't. I'm lucky if I go if I could play handball for five minutes, bro. I'd be fucking worried you actually shoot the guy, like for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, Time Act didn't give a fuck. So Time Act's actually real, real life chopping shit out of the sky, right? And he catches one of the fucking arrows that was like a colored blue, and the master asks him like, "How did you know it was blue?" And he's like, "I don't fucking know." And the master rips his fucking uh, cause. <laughs> 
This how <laughs> this how hood the dojo is. He doesn't get belts. He gets um he gets kung fu wife beaters. I thought it was just like ceremonial patches. Nah, bro. I feel like he hands him a full wife beater <laughs> with the patch on it. Bestow upon you the green white beater. <laughs> so he rips the patch off the white beater, dude. And he falls to his knees because he thinks he failed. And he's like, no, you dumb fuck. Like, God bless Bruce Leroy. God bless him, bro. He's on some Goku shit. He's not that bright. Like, he greatest martial artist, socially awkward as all the fuck. And he doesn't have uh, <laughs> the, the, this generation's, um, I guess, uh, understanding and kindness. He has the harshness of the fucking 80s to go off of. So he's just fucking weird to everybody. He's like any athlete today. They were born for a football. Everything else, not so much. Not so much. That's what he is. Don't like, put a mic in front of him. Right. <laughs> like, I can do a roundhouse kick. Easy. Um, We're going to what's a club? <laughs> so yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, bro. So like he, he he's thinking he's failed, and he's like you know like uh, the, the master's trying to explain to him without telling him because I think that's I think that's like a like a unwritten rule for kung fu masters like you can't be direct. You gotta talk in hyperbole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to explain to him. Look, I'm not your master anymore. I'm sorry. He's like, well, somebody gotta be my master. And he's like, Jesus Christ. Like I kind of wish the master. <laughs> I kind of wish the master t- took like a hotep moment. I was like, brother, you never need a master, brother. You are free. <laughs> I just want him just to give him that. He probably still wouldn't get it. I don't think he would. I don't think he would have. Yeah, yeah. That had been too deep for him. So what he does is he give him like this fucking fetch quest. And uh, as a kid, I didn't catch this shit. I felt like a dumbass. He's, he's like, I want you to go see this guy called Sum Dumb Goy. <laughs> How the fuck did I not catch? Like, every, I'm pretty sure everybody in the audience as a grown person is like, oh, look at this shit. I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, you got to find him. And um, he gives him this fucking uh, talisman, this, uh, this trinket. Mm-hmm. And it, it looks, honestly, it doesn't look like a bell buckle to me. It, lo- it looks like a dope ass, like, Power Ranger Morpher or some shit. So he sends him on his fucking way, dude. And this is one of my favorite songs. Uh, <laughs> the, um, You're a Dragon song. Mm hmm. Cause it's that build up. It's that. Da, 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 and you. It's like if this, if like this movie was a TV show, this would be the intro. Yeah, the intro music. It would be its theme. <laughs> You're yes, a dragon. You survive. They were singing their ass off, bro. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite shits. But um, here's a quick question. Just a, a quick BT dub. Is it racist for Bruce Leroy to dress like that? As racist as Vanilla Ice dressing up like that. Hmm. Mm, fair point. Well, what you think? I don't know because he like he was over there, so it was kind of like, he <laughs> like if you if you lived over there all this time, like to you that's normal clothing. Fair. So it's like you, you know you like can't go like okay let me go buy some Levi's and some forces. It's like they even though supposedly they make them, I doubt they were anywhere where he could have got a hold of them. So you had to get the stuff that was there. That's like what he really got accustomed to. Also, they did they did some shit later in the movie to kind of try to balance it out so, they, so nobody could bitch. But um, we cut to one of the most gangster ass theaters of all time. You go because everybody's watching Enter the Dragon, which is kind of dope. But like motherfuckers out there smoking weed, drinking beers in paper bags, people are just break dancing in the middle of shit. It's fucking just insane. And uh, Show Enough shows up. Am I the meanest? Sure enough. Am I the prettiest? Sure enough. Am I the baddest mofo low down around this time? Sure enough. Well, who am I? Sure enough. Who am I? 
Show Enough is probably one of my favorite villains of all time. Show Enough, those were shoulder pads. Bro, like, I like how one of his shoulder pads were like two helmets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I want to know where he got them from. Like, who is the shop that make these for him? He's just looking at the crew like, hold on, I'm going to be back. I got to go get my shit from April and stuff, man. You know, she got my new, my new shoulder pads ready. Like, her son just playing arcs and crafts with fucking shoulder pads and just giving it to him. It might have just been an out-of-work uh, sports retailer. He's like, I just need to get rid of all this shit. And I got, like, <laughs> 80 pairs of, like, football pads that I just need to sell. I got all these shoulder pads from the XFL. Um, they not going to be using oh, them yeah. no more. Yeah. So, uh... Mad surplus. a couple of these. <laughs> I know that was way after this movie, but I just... No, no, no. no. XFL, because it's coming back. I'm telling you, no, it's timely. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> so like one thing I appreciate about Harlem, you can't be talking shit, bro. It don't matter who the fuck you are. Like, <laughs> facts. You want to know? You want to know how how big of a big of a piece of shit a character is sometimes in movies? And like sometimes they ain't got time to give you like flesh out true backstory and show how Show Enough you know grew up and all this other shit. It's 1985. We got no time for that. So let's have Show Enough. I don't know. Jack up a fucking kid, nigga. Like. <laughs> So you know he's a piece of shit. He's holding this kid up because he because he had the nerve to bring up that uh you know he's not the baddest. Bruce Leroy guy got the hands. He could serve him up. And I like how his homeboy uh Beast <laughs> chimes in. Bruce Leroy is the only thing that stands between him and total supremacy. I was like, word of what? That, that's that's <clears throat> of, that's what stands between you two. Yeah, I really don't think there's a lot of like uh, competition to be the Shogun of Harlem. Literally, <laughs> maybe two people. <laughs> You you would think that the police would definitely be on the top of that list. <laughs> nah, bro, it was eighty five, bro. It was nineteen eighty five. Harlem had five cops in nineteen eighty five. Like everything was out of the hands. Think about it. That is very true, especially in this movie. <laughs> think about all the movies, bro. They only had like a smattering of cops. Like it just, it just This is true. The news is always stressed out. <laughs> like, God damn it, I don't know what to do. All the all the police chiefs were black. That's how that's how I know the jobs are bad. Just angry black you police. Wow, you yep. right on that one. And they just always worried about the budget and how much damage is happening. They just stress the fuck out. All the white people are like, I ain't taking that fucking job. <laughs> I don't like that all like white commissioners like they house be in order and like for the black cops it's like something's always amiss with them. It's like my job is on the line if we don't get this to go through. We have to clean up the streets. Like I gotta buy three like, more Robocops. Right. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Think about it, man, because they 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 boo those they boo those black lieutenants to the district that's already fucked up. They like <laughs> they like shit is real. Everyone everyone's rent due every week. <laughs> just a hard time. People just struggling, bro. They're always stressed out. They always got the gun on them in the office, bro. Cause they just they gonna take themselves out at any moment. Anyway, that's really what it be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love how I love how when um, um people fuck with you and you don't react. That's like most, that's one of the most gangster things you can do. Cause like, you know, Shogun's up in his face in the in the theater, man, like throwing hands at him. And Leroy just smiling, bro, having a good old time watching the movie, not even paying attention to him. Gangster shit. Eating popcorn. Bro. You know how gangster you gotta be to eat popcorn while that's happening? That's what I'm saying. Cause usually with me, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I I, I ain't got hands because I, I don't like to fight. I don't be trying to fight no more, bro, because niggas be 
people don't people don't stop no more. <laughs> like you don't you don't just get beat up. It's like that's what you get. They stomp you to sleep forever. So me, if you you throw hands at me, my popcorn's gonna fly out my hands, bro. It's happening. I'm gonna lose two or three kernels at best. At best, if I'm really trying, like I'm losing three delicious kernels, bro, out of fear. But not 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 your boy Bruce Leroy, dog. So it becomes a huge fucking just brawl because like somebody else is like, shut your ass up, man. I'm trying to watch this movie. He's like, who wants me to shut up? Whole crowd, bro. He starts just just rant. Everybody know karate back then too. So all kinds of people come up here getting their ass beat, and Leroy just slips out because he ain't got time for that shit, right? right. So we cut to uh, we got we got we got we got we got our boy Eddie Arcadian. He has the villain's voice. But a punk bitch's entire body and look. Yeah, I don't, I don't like when villains don't look like they got hands. Like I don't, I don't like the the punkish looking dudes that like scurry out like when it's time to fight. Like when it's like, oh, I done got through all your henchmen. Now it's time to get at you. It's like this is disappointing. Like this is not even worth all of the drama that I'm going through. Like, dude, I could just catch you at Krispy Kremes and knock you the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing crime, nigga. Bow. Yo, Eddie, for foul. Uh. I got to give it to him, though, because Eddie, Eddie Arcadian is trying so hard to bring that Joe Pesci swag, though, because Joe Pesci falls in the same category, but you, but you kind of, you don't want to have your back turned to him. Yeah, Joe Pesci was one of them dudes, like, I, you, okay, you look like Joe Pesci will shoot you, or at least got a knife that'll cut you, but, like, nobody's really done it that swag now as Joe Pesci, at least at that height. Maybe Daddy DeVito, but, you know, he was Penguin, so... Right. He got all the respect. Yeah, he has all the clout. He has yeah, all the clout is. forever. All the clout forever. But um, he got his Earl Gange, uh, his Earl Angie with him, and um, um, his muscle basically, who's a uh, Rocco or Rock or Rocky, whichever. And uh, they got I don't know what kind of fucking fish this is. Like if a barracuda just had sex with a weave, and somehow <laughs> that weave had semen on it, and it got something pregnant, <laughs> and that's what came out. And it got into uh, uh, Charlie Sheen's drugs. Yes. Yep. Super aggressive. But um, we find out like <laughs> Eddie Arcadian <laughs> is like, yo, I'm in charge of arcades and shit. That's my that's my gimmick. That's my bag. But I want to stretch out into this music video world because it's the '80s, and I'll, I'm gonna I'm have so much money by doing this plan. And he has this girl Angie, who's just this whack chick, who's uh, he trying to you know push out there and be this video star. Think Iggy Azalea now, but like not hot. You know what I mean? Like like manufactured Damn. chick and yeah. just thrown out there. Damn. My bad. Sorry, Iggy. You fine, but you know, you trash. So they find Laurel Charles who's played by Vanity. You already know who Vanity is. You know what I'm saying? Waters of Lake Minnetonka. Well no, that's Apollonia. Mm. I get them bras mixed up. Damn, I just realized that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I don't remember that. All I remember is her from the Hard to Kill. Oh wait, what's that? There's another cigar movie she was in. That's right. I think it is I think it is hard to kill. Basically, Prince has a type. Prince has a type, but just let's just let's just leave it at that. But Laura Charles is the host of Seventh Heaven, right? I like how we get the entire DeBarge video just thrown in the fucking movie. <laughs> just rhythm of the night. Just take it. Take it and enjoy the video. I don't give a fuck. Just watch it. I'm Barry Gordy. This is how we go. This is how we do it. And um I gotta say on record, I gotta say DeBarge is probably one of the softest looking groups of all time. Is anyone arguing with me on that? Cause cause both of y'all are kind of no. bright. I'm dark, so I, I don't know. Cause I'm not gonna disagree nor agree with what you just said. <laughs> before before I saw this video, I was almost 100% sure that that song was performed by a woman. But, <laughs> but that's fine. Once again, I know I cannot confirm nor deny what you just said as well. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> if, the, if the court reporter would read my last statement, I did not perjure myself. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just saying they look soft. I'm just saying. 
it, it was a lot of pastels. That's a good way to put it. There was a lot of pastels. Yeah, going on. a lot of Tracy May flowing, flowing around freely. I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. But holy shit, William fucking H Macy's in this movie. I know, right? The fuck? That's random shit. It's one of his first roles, and he that was pl- hella <laughs> random. So he's stressed out. He's like, "Look, Laura, I need you to put this shitty ass video on like ASAP. Like, I'm going to die. Like, I like how." His TV, uh, her TV crew don't give a fuck about what's going on in the world, bro. Because he's literally telling him that he his life is being threatened. The hairdresser's like, get the fuck out the way. Laura's like, I ain't got time for that shit. And he's like, <laughs> really panicking. And I, I didn't realize the turnaround was so quick to where he calls her. Like, as the Seventh Heaven uh, intro is starting, he's already calling Eddie. Letting, her, letting him know that she ain't down with the shit, right? Right. And I don't know what it is about Eddie's voice that cracks me up, bro. His voice doesn't match his body, bro. <laughs> he's like, he's like. Nobody says no to me. Like he gets real gravelly out of nowhere, bro. And I'm like, oh man, this is about to be some shit. So it was very non-threatening. <laughs> Sounds like he was sick. Like you got, so you got to call. I need to spit. If he, if he, if there was a way he could just always be on the phone and not be seen, you would, you would buy it. You would buy. That's it. what I was thinking. If he had a, like a, a Doctor Claw or kind of like, <laughs> just like a, just a chair and a hand. Uh, and just his that would have been more scarier than uh, just running around. Uh, yeah, no one says no to me. Rubbing like, a cat, <laughs> like you know, a lot of people say no to you. Get the fuck out of my face. True that. True that. So, quick question, guys. Quick question. The Seven Heaven song, right? Mm-hmm. Is she is she talking about a pussy? Have y'all checked the lyrics on this? Because uh, she's like, once you get to the top, you might not ever get it up again. Coming yeah. to my place. Just, just, just go back. Just go back and check the, <laughs> check the lyrics. I think, I think Seven Heaven is a vagina. Just throwing it yeah. out there. I think the Cloud Crowd, that's her, that's her crew. That's that's the Soul Train people, the Soul Train dancers, the Cloud Crowd. I, I think that's uh, I don't know, man. Might be talking about sperm. Jizz. Just throwing it out there. I mean, she was with Prince. She was so, a freak. Uh, I mean, she got saved. God, God rest her, cause she passed away. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, man. I don't God rest her. Yeah, I don't, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want the ghost of vanity, <laughs> right? I, there's worse ghosts out there, but like, still, I don't, I don't want, I don't want that happening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's worse ghosts out there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be, I'll be upset, but I'd be like, okay, I mean, it's, it's vanity though, so this could, this could have gone, this could have gone a lot worse. Oh wow! So, at, so after the show, right? Uh, Laura gets snatched up immediately. <laughs> they waste no time. Yeah, it was really kind of jarring how fast the kidnapping happens in this movie. Cause he got the phone. I mean, like, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like Eddie, Eddie knows what he looks like, so he's like, I have to be deliberate in everything I do. And I don't know why he he stuck up on. He's he's always fixated on a la carte. I don't know what that's about. But anyway, he uh, <laughs> she's about to get snatched up, but your boy Bruce Leroy is there right on time, delivering the swiftest of ass whoopings. And it, and you got to think about this. In 1985, there was only very few. Brothers out there like doing actual martial arts, whooping ass like this. Because mm-hmm. uh, 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 Will, we got this running theme where we talk about how like some kicks just don't go above the waist because they can't. I, this is true. That's why I uh, am a huge fan of uh, Michael Jai White because Bro! he can definitely mm. get his foot over his waist. Yo, we have been singing the praises of Michael Jai White through that thing the entire duration of uh, like a hundred and some episodes of this uh, show, bro. Real talk. Seriously, Michael Jai White is uh, is criminally underused, and so is Ty Mac. I, sh- yes. I I spit on you Hollywood, because like they because like what's crazy yes. was do you, do you know Billy Blanks was was supposed to be this role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did uh, remember that uh, he tried out, but well, not tried out for him. He was considered for it. 
Shot. This would be a whole different kind of movie. He's intimidating as fuck. Yeah, it, I, I wouldn't be able to buy him being like an airhead. I couldn't buy it. Mm-mm. No, I couldn't have. But I don't think they would have made him an airhead. I think they would have made him a little bit too serious, and then everyone else around him is still like kind of funny, and funny and goofy. So then that way it still kind of has that calming to it. And then like Vanity is the one that kind of like how he did with uh with the uh I would say his name on Tarmac. Um, it kind of like broke it down a little bit and stuff like that. So I don't think they'd have made him dumb. They couldn't have. There's no way. Because no. Billy, Billy don't have that look about him. <laughs> Billy, Billy like he knows everything the fuck going on. That's Master Tybo. Right. Can't fuck with him. But um, he's whooping everybody's ass, right? And uh, I like how one dude tries to say, your mother. <laughs> <laughs> he was very offended by these hands. And uh, everyone runs away, right? But your boy Leroy pulls a Batman uh, on the commissioner to vanity, bro. Like he saves her. She's trying to get all the shit. He's gone. Even the driver's like, oh, he's right over. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. So, no, that was his real superpower to get a cab in New York City. <laughs> that that's facts right there. Like, if, hey, if if y'all ever have a compilation of saying something that's very real, that's, you put that on there. Yeah, that is legit. That is legit. Cause he, you're right. Cause after he whooped all of that, he just put his hand up. He just put his hand up and like poof. Like what the oh, fuck? Eighty five, bro. Yeah, that is magical. Jesus Christ. I like how um when the, when the thugs go back to Eddie. This is a real fucked up racist moment. They're like, oh man, it was like 20 of them, like black guys. And they looked at the black guy to see if it was okay they said that. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Change and shit. <laughs> it was rough. So we um we got Leroy out there training his students and shit, right? You know, showing that he, like, that's another thing that irritates me. It's like, you don't know you're the master, but you're a master of a school, though. Yeah, right? Right? Here's my question. Who got that job lined up for him? I- I'm curious. Like, he didn't know he was going somewhere, and there's a whole class you trained. Like, who set the school up? That's weird. He runs a school. Runs a whole school. A whole. Uh, I, you know what? I never thought. I really didn't think about this shit till right now. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm throwing back now. I don't know what the fuck to say about this shit. But we got right. a. We got a homeboy Johnny, who basically uses his race against people. <laughs> he uses racism as a weapon. It's like they already think I know karate. So if I just start yelling and kicking and screaming, they're going to back the fuck off. He's kind of right. That is true. I'm not going to lie to you. If, if, if I saw Johnny you, and we about to get into fisticuffs and he fucking put his hands like that, I'm backing off, bro, because I don't want it. I'm thinking I'm going to get full extension kicks to the face. I don't want that shit. Unfortunately, his uh his classmate already knew he was full of shit, so he gave him a quick, quick, quick kick to the mouth. Knocked him the fuck out. And then showing up in his crew bus in, right? There's another issue I have with this movie, besides being the Shogun of Harlem, there's no reason for him not to just run amok. Just be the, the, the fucking shogun and don't bother with this guy. He's not trying to fight you <laughs> at all. There's no reason to like keep showing up. I'm going to kick your ass, Leroy. And I'm like, but why? Why bro. are you like, come on. I would, get, I would get if he's like, I'm a drug runner and I'm encroaching and I like, Use your sister as the drug mule. Now it's the kind of a thing that I have to go kick your ass. Or it's like, I'm taking over this land and I beat, I killed your brother in the process. Or I'm holding a tournament and I killed your brother and took his soul. There's kind of be a reason why you have to show up and have this confrontation. And I'm like, why are we having, like, it's only until the very end when he actually does kidnap his brother. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now there's a reason for you to come show up with the hands. And Well, I, I know, I know everybody in this room has seen Luke Cage. Yes. 
Season two for sure. I'm talking about your boy yes. Bushmaster. Bushmaster shows up. He, he has no reason to fuck up Luke Cage, but he's like, they have the hearts and minds of Harlem. I need to take that. I feel like it's just a shittier version of that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's people, a way shittier version. Because people, because people know Bruce Lee were out there in the hood doing karate shit, and so you know he can't truly be the Shogun of Harlem unless he puts hands on everybody that know how to do a high kick. Just you know, I be smoking weed, so I'm like watching the last dragon. I go down like the rabbit hole and stuff, and so I understand where Shogun is coming from. First right. and foremost, the movie did not portray what I'm about to say well at all. <laughs> it was very, <laughs> it, was, it was not a good look. But I understand where Shogun was coming from because remember, Bruce Lee was trying to be a master, and so eventually their conflicts would pass. Because eventually, Shogun is going to start trying to run Harlem his way. And then that's going to affect a lot of people that Bruce Leroy know. And then Bruce Leroy is eventually going to have to defend them. And then he's going to have to go and fight Shogun. But by that time, Bruce Leroy is going to be a master. And he can't beat Bruce Leroy once he's a master. So it's like, I need to beat you now. So that that way, I can go ahead and run my shit and do what I need to do. Because... My shoulder pads are dope, and you ain't going to part of your coat. <laughs> I'll take it. I will subscribe to that shit. Uh, <laughs> I like how, okay, so so people, so they bust in there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you got to bow to me right here and there for all your students. And he's like, look, man, I ain't going to fight you. I ain't going to bow either. Because Beast grabs him by the back of the neck and try to make him bow, and he can't budge him, bro. And this this is kind of a dope scene. Like, if you really just break it down and look at it, you're like, yo, that's kind of frightening. Because he, he he can't move him. And he's staring dead in the Shogun's eye sockets, bro. And this is going to be a dope scene, but then your boy Johnny had to fuck it all up. The guy who does not know how to fight wants to jump in. He gets jacked up. And now Bruce has to, uh, sorry, well, excuse me, now Leroy has to bow down. And he gets kicked to the mouth. He had to kiss his converse. So That man said, kiss my converse. Like, yo, that's... That is the most gangster shit. I don't know why we're not using that right now. I think we need to bring that back, especially with me being here out in the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Kiss my mm. Converse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely got to do it out there in L.A. Using, yeah, bro. Converse should be using that. Kiss my Converse. Yeah, Converse is tripping. That, I don't know what, that should have been a campaign they had a long time ago. They bugging. They bugging out. They bugging out. So, yeah, he's besmirched. do that. Yeah, do, hey, hop on it. But he's besmirched to the whole another level, bro. But, but he had to turn the other cheek. He had to be on his Jesus shit. And he's like, sometimes it's hard being wise. You right? But it's only, right? it's only hard when you, have, when you have legitimate hands. That's the only time it's a burden. When you, just, when you got no hands, you get kicked in the mouth. It's just Tuesday. But moving on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Sorry to everybody who get beat up that can't fight. Learn how to fight. Oh, he's speak, not speak. saying nothing Message. wrong. Speaking of which, speaking of which, I got to ask you about this, Will, because 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 uh, Will 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 made a couple of statements on um arc, uh, arcade tokens. Now mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because you you have so much weed in your system, but I remember you saying that you, you know you're a nonviolent person, you don't like to fight, but there was some instances where you had to throw hands, and that shit slows down for you. Yeah, you gotta talk to me yeah. about that. Is, is is it all the TAC latent in your body, bro, or you think you just have a fighter's heart already in your genes, bro, from Jump Street? Because for me, everything speeds up, and I just go, I go straight down, and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> now, for me, everything just kind of, like, slows down. I guess things just, like, I guess because I think a lot, perhaps, maybe, like, I can kind of see what's coming, so it's just, like, I can tell when a person just by 
kids stands. And again, this is from probably just watching a lot of movies like the ones I'm watching now, like the ones we're talking about right now. You kind of just predict when one a person is about to go. And in most fights, I've realized most people don't know how to fight. Like they know Facts. how to aggressively throw their hands and possibly land a punch. But if you look at like boxers, like UFC fighters, and then you go look at a World Star video, You've never seen nobody get into stance and get in the right way to be able to throw a proper jab at somebody. Like, no one fights like that. They aggressively swing. So when I would typically fight, I would just try to get into those stances. And there's not really much they can do. And so when they came at me, it's like, okay, I see what you're going to do. And so it's kind of almost like that shirt function. It's like, oh, I'm going to go this wild ass, right? I'm going to put my hand up. Make sure you're good. Then you go bounce back, you're trying to throw your uh, right now, you're trying to throw a jab, you're going to miss, now you're going to try to grab me, I'm going to grab both arms, hit you, and then I'm going to leave you in your gut, and I'm going to punch you in your jaw. I shouldn't have said all this on this podcast. No, <laughs> Somebody's going to remember that I fought someone like this, that's exactly what that nigga did to me. <laughs> I can't believe he's talking oh. to me on the podcast. Hey, man. That's his fault for falling to that chain combo. That's what he gets. That's, that's a lot of hits. That's a lot of hits <laughs> yeah, on one, uh, going on one side. That's what he gets. I'm sorry. Whoever, whoever's listening, if you're listening, the fuck wrong with you, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, people are surprised like how fast I am for my size. And that I sneak up on people a lot. Like a lot of people, like, I guess I move very quietly. So people be like, especially like at work. <laughs> so like I'm being bit all deaf and I just walk up and people turn around like, yo, nigga, where the fuck you come from? No, it's because you're, you're from Houston, though. Like, like everybody moves a lot slower down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, you just kind of you know how to do your pace and you walk. Well, they yeah. they they have uh, instructed me that I need to wear a belt and thongs. <laughs> now, but see, when you think about it, like like everybody who be swagged out, it's all these zippers and chains and shit dangling around. You you tee certain jeans or shorts or and basketball shorts is the greatest stealth item of all time. Ninjas need to need to adopt that shit. You make zero oh, yeah. noise. Basketball shorts, flip flops, and socks. You're quiet as fuck. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. So, uh, <laughs> so they 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 try to snatch up Laura a second time, right? And they succeed, right. and they're trying to make her watch this shitty ass video. <laughs> and no, Angie, they make her watch this shitty ass video. It's it's fucking torture. Like Angie knows death is approaching. She's trying to save Laura, dude, because Laura's not ha- Laura don't give a fuck. She does not care about the situation that she's in at all. It's the eighties, bro. Everyone's a lot tougher now. No, I was like, after watching that video, I'd be like, yeah, or whatever you want, just put a bullet in my brain. We'll call it even. Here was my thing, though. I was like, I didn't understand. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask y'all this first before I say this. Yeah, yeah. Was, was Laura trying to, was this her show? Like, did she own this show or was she just the host of this show? I feel like she or owns it. it. I feel like she owns it because she's, okay. she's somebody she yeah, was on her Oprah shit. I feel like she was on her Oprah shit for okay. real because she was like, nah. Okay. I ain't doing this okay. shit. But okay, so now that makes sense. But it's still kind of weird. She runs it, but I'm not <laughs> sure if she runs it. The only thing I would say about that is if she didn't own it and she was just the host, it's like you could have saved yourself being kidnapped if you just played the video. Because you're not going to be embarrassed. The person that made the video is going to be embarrassed. True that. Mm-hmm. True that. So, it's, so like that's what I didn't understand making sense from it. It was kind of even like for someone like Barry Gordon. I'm like, yo, like, if they're really threatening to have this stuff, it's like, yo, first off, I would say, okay, 10 grand, and then we'll play the video. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yes. We're going to get you on there and, and embarrass the shit out of her. Be like, well, now let's get back to some real music. Check out the BGs. I don't know what it is. <laughs> 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 
person. <laughs> Staying live was a jam still. No, oh. but check it. Oh, yeah. This is, this is another thing I, I skipped over that I need to talk about. Okay, first of all, rest in peace, the guy to play Richie. Rest in peace. Okay. I'm all sure right. him in real life was a cool dude. He got shot. Uh, he actually died later in the hospital from complications because they didn't stitch him up right. It's terrible. He's cool. The actor, cool. Right. Richie, I fucking hate Richie. Right. And like, how how sexually active was Richie, bro? And how old so was he? Active. Very yeah. graphic. He's like, man, you ain't you ain't know what to do with if you got you ain't got the proper equipment, man. You ain't know how to the whole like paintbrush talk to about. The Richie was out there trying to drop rope, bro, bro, because <laughs> he. He fucked somebody, bro. Some some old head snatched him up and fucked him, bro. Had oh, to be. Yeah. That was some. It was just hard to look, hard to watch that shit. I was like, yo, you were really like graphic as fuck, and and you try to put in somebody's booty one time. Mm-hmm. He totally said it. And we yeah. just <laughs> and Leroy just going about his business, not even like, whoa, whoa, you fucking just keep it. He just moves on. Don't even pay attention to the shit. Weird. Like, wait, you, you wait, wait, you did what? You know, you that's not supposed to go in there, right? So. You, Oh, okay. <laughs> that is what Richard would say. So. That's pretty much what Richard would say. That would have been his response for real. I thought about uh, Crunch from the big hit. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I've been fucking since I was 10. <laughs> 10 years old. It's the first hit I talk about. I'll jerk off for shit. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Laura's about-, All right. <laughs> Laura's about to lose her life, right? Cause, uh, cause you said no, and Leroy busts in in full ninja gear, bro, throwing shirk and shit, fucking all kinds of people up. I love how Laura Charles is watching this shit. You can tell she is sopping wet, bro. <laughs> She's all about it. She's all the lip bite, the whole nine, bro. And then like Eddie, Eddie rips the mask off. All it does is just seal the deal for her, bro. He don't have to do nothing but just stand there. She's on it. She's on it, and he um. He throws him in the tank with the Rick James uh, uh, weave monster, not knowing it was in there and shit, and kind of scares the fuck out of Eddie, right? But him and uh, Laura bug out back to the crib. I feel like he, they, they're like, there's this, uh, I don't understand why no one calls the cops, because literally this is the second time. <laughs> there's now. only five cops in Harlem, bro. Well, you can call one of them. <laughs> Just call one. <laughs> she gives him back the medallion, right? Back at her place? That's what happened next. It's he's so enraptured to find his medallion and, and go find some dumb guy and get some come on his face. I just like <laughs> that. He just leaves. Yeah, dude, he just goes, bro. And she, she's all about it, man. He, he, he doesn't, that's what I'm saying. He's clueless, bro. He, he doesn't get it. Cause he she was like a little Caesar's pizza, hot and ready. And he was just like, <laughs> no, I gotta go to subway. That's where the master is. Uh, so we get we get the other balance of uh you know so we got a black dude just as Asian so now we got three Asian guys just as black dudes and they pushing it hard and uh, they got a whole dance routine outside the little fucking uh some Goy place it's retarded so mm-hmm. he's trying to go in to go see the master right and they ain't letting them do it they ain't having it they don't want no part of it so he gets he gets blocked out nothing he can do about it right right so while that's happening. Show enough goes to Daddy Leroy Green's pizzeria, bro. And they gets the fucking all kinds of shit up, bro. And they put Richie in the trash where he belongs. Yep. <laughs> second favorite Richie scene. This is my second favorite Richie scene. We'll talk about my first favorite in a little bit. But um, I get it. 
I get the frustration from Richie talking bad about uh you know uh Leroy not doing shit because when Le- you know Leroy shows up way too late, right? Everything's in disarray. Right. He's like, this is your fault because you a coward, and that cut that cuts Leroy deep, deep in his fucking soul, bro. And like I like how <laughs> you think that he's clueless. You think Leroy is clueless when it comes to sex and shit, but you see how repressed he is when he goes on that heavy bag. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this nigga never jerked off. You can see it. Because <laughs> he, he put all, all his rage went into that bag, bro, to where he had nothing left, just drenched in sweat. And then I love how, um, I love I love the, the trope when women show up at the wrong time in movies. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, <laughs> will this ever happen to you? Where she'd be like, I, I know this is, it looks like a bad time, but I'm still going to be here, though. Yeah. Is this a bad time? Because it looks like you just got all the frustration out, and I'm here to add a little bit more. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to sprinkle a little more frustration on there. That's all. Just a dash. Just a bit. She might have been. If she would have caught him before the bag, she might have got what she yeah. wanted. She was. She, she probably got beat up by the bag did. Yeah. She was. She was off by a little bit. She already caught him. Cause uh, she was like, um, I need a bodyguard. You know, I want you to guard my body. Just, I mean, throwing it out at him. Tell him you look like a master to me. Still moist up. Looking at this dude drenching sweat. Leroy is nowhere in his neighborhood. If I'm not being clear, penis, vagina, <laughs> insert here. Penis. Is that another master? Right. <laughs> is he from, is he Thai? Is that does Thai? He, does he know the way to the great wisdom? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So he sh- I mean, he shuts her the fuck down, like hard. Like he shuts her all the way down. And uh, she gets the feelings hurt. Understandably so, because look at her. <laughs> this is like the third time. This is the third, the third right? uh, curve. It's more, it's more like with the other guy who shows up and he's like, oh my God, you're Lord Charles. You, what? Whatever he wants, I'll do it three times over for free. It's fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Pretty much. I'll eat your that's box. Like, that's like Rihanna throwing it at you and you're just like, eh. what the hell on? Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, I, I appreciate him trying to cover for him. No, he's sick. This dude has malaria. He's dying. Something's he's wrong sick. with this motherfucker. He's, not, he's insane. He's, he's <laughs> <dying>. <laughs> Something happened to yo, him. Yo, shout out to him, though, for, for saving him. Like, yo, I know you don't get it, so I'm I'm, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to help you get it still open for you, bro. Yes. But Very I close. Can't, I can't help you next time. You, you better seal the deal. I can't carry your penis into the vagina. It's got to do it on its own. Exactly, because then it's a three-way, and he has to get some too at yeah. that point. But um, right. <laughs> it was still kind of gay though. Whole... Anyway, doing it, with my bro. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have like this fucking arcade job fair for murderers. Like I didn't realize they were at the, they were at the arcades until until today. Like like today, like they were at the arcade recruiting murderers and killers. There's children it kind of feels like a, a weak version of the Blazing Saddles recruitment scene. Like a really oh, weak shit. version. Yeah, real, real watered down version of that shit. But also, I had like a weird, like, like running man vibe from some of these guys. Yeah, like oh, White yeah. Mr. T. You had like a, a, a shitty, ver- like, a, like a cross between Georgia Animal Steel and like Iron Sheik. Whoever that fuck that dude that ate that one thing or broke a table yeah. or some shit. Just weird, just weird. And then, like, one guy who clearly does not know any martial arts, he just threw an old lady in the incinerator. Mm-hmm. And he was nowhere to be seen in this fucking, like, the last fight. Where was like, he? he just, like, he was just like, yo, it's break. Like, it's break time. And he got mad that it was still a fight. Like, man, it's still a break. 
I think they gave him directions to the fight, but he lost them. And he's like, nah, I ain't going. He probably saw they were doing karate kicks. He's like, I'm the f- that's not me. He just leaves. <laughs> just gets the fuck out. So, he was like, I got waist kicks, and this is not going to work. I got to the waist. And, right. Um, Shins, if I'm lucky. You call me when they're kicking people in the thighs. I'll be here. Right. When he's laying down, I'll be there. <laughs> I got the kicks then, baby. But until, if he's upright, mm-mm, not your boy. I put bitches in incinerators. That's what I do. So, like, um, Angie's finally finally realizing that Eddie is, I don't know, a violent asshole. She tries to leave. And she successfully, you know what, props her for leaving when, when she should have left a long time ago, but she did it. Good for her. You know what I mean? Had a little monologue and shit with tears in her eyes and shit. And uh, she bugs the fuck out. And she tries to go to warn uh, Leroy that, you know, Seven Heavens like, is going to be a trap. But she runs into Johnny and she tells Johnny what the deal is, right? And I like how Leroy bumps into her to, like, apologize for being an asshole before she gets snatched up. So she tried. <laughs> this is this is one of the cringiest moments for me. Because, like, she tries to do something nice for him, right? Because he's, he's trying to explain that he's a virgin to her, right? Right. And she's... She's like, finally. <laughs> She's like, it took you this long to finally tell me you need some booty. But regardless, she takes him out to uh, Seven Heaven to watch a uh, little video that she smashed up for him. It reminded me of those anime music videos that they cut together sometimes <laughs> on YouTube. And it was just all Bruce Lee movies cut to a track. And I was like, yeah, this will work. This will get him hard. That's what he likes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, though, like it wasn't easy to do as it is now. So it was still dope because she had a, she had, she had to get the actual film to cut. She but, had to actually call the editor and like, <laughs> I need all the footage. Yeah, that is very true. That is very. That was a lot. Probably a thought all nighter for him. Like, oh man, yo, I'll, like yo, he 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 better know what he get. Yeah. Exactly. Laura Charles told me to do it, and I had to do it three times over. Hell yeah! Like j- j- just just off a possible <laughs> chance to get some pussy points. But um, I like how there's a song about the glow, even though nobody knows what the glow is. I appreciated that. I appreciate that she knew she knew to have that track playing. You knew exactly <laughs> what that was, okay? You knew exactly what that was. But that song goes so fucking hard, though, bro. You it got does. the glow. You feel the glow. You see the glow. This shit is my jam. Ah, oh, that's some good ass bass line right there, bro. Oh yeah. And uh. I always like before you go into like before you go into a hook and you have just old black man singing his ass off that that that, that, that does something for me. Oh it, yeah, it's, no, that's, it, that's that's yeah yeah. I feel you on that. Oh, it all every time I say it's a sacrifice, you believe him. It's a sacrifice. Like you get goddamn right it is, bro. That's right. But one thing I hate about this is like she she kisses him, she kisses him, and he's like, what the fuck was that? And he doesn't kiss until she he sees Bruce do it on the screen. Kudos to her for knowing knowing better to do that. That was a specific was, instruction to the editor. Make yeah. sure this is in there. Okay, I need you to show Bruce walking to a bedroom and then laying down. Okay, is there any footage of Bruce Lee putting on a condom? Like, I, I know it's... I know, look, 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 look. Well, Shannon Lee had this video footage here that was saved. I oh, think God. I can... You leave his daughter out of this. Like Tom, just calm down, okay? I'm just it, it's it's for something that I have to show later, okay? Um, now I know this, this is going kind of far. Um, is there any way you can possibly like put someone on top of Bruce Lee <laughs> so it looks like like pre- preferably reverse cowgirl? I know you probably don't know what that is yet, but just. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just well, I did do the head thing for Game of Death. I think that's okay. I can figure this oh, out. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, they finally make out. Richie sees it. He's butthurt. But um, your boy sees that. I don't know why they, they cut this in here, but they cut in the Chinese connection costume change, right? And he's like, oh, snap. I just need a disguise. I'm out. He just leaves it there. Like what's what's blue balling for women? What's that? Damning the river. We had, we had saw the first <laughs> creation right there of a fuckboy being created. Nice. Because when did Boomerang come out? Did Boomerang come out before or after? The oh, last way after this. We're talking like nineties yeah. for uh. For and this is this is this is what I've been thinking of this whole time. Leroy Green and look at his name. Leroy Green is the first fuckboy that we saw on fucking movies. This dude literally played Vanity, and at that time, y'all gotta remember, Vanity was the shit. The shit. Vanity was like, Vanity was what Halle Berry was to the 90s. It was like, yo, if you could get Vanity, like, you good. And he's sitting here like, yo, I would, but you know, I gotta make sure my chi is balanced, right? <laughs> and the dude with shoulder pads keep fucking with me, so, um... Uh, after I deal with that, then I can come drop it off. Right. <laughs> so, uh. so like as he leaves, he fucks up because this is this is the snatch up. She gets snatched up right here and now and hell hostage and so does Richie. Cause he tried to, you know, he ain't got no hands, but he he, he tried to stand up for his woman. He gets snatched right. the fucked up. So like it's it's not good. So like they're setting the stage for the biggest trap of all time over at Seven Heaven, right? As your boy Bruce wastes critical movie time. Trying to find some Nungoy. So he dresses up as a black dude and he tries to act black. And it's kind of hilarious. I think, I don't know if Tymac is just a really good actor or the fact that his bad acting works for how they wrote, wrote this script. I really feel like Robert uh, Robert Townsend had a hand in it and added some more of his black acting school in there because it's like <laughs> beat for beat. <laughs> he even uses that same fucking voice. Hey, man. What it be uh, like? What it be like, man? Uh, we did Hollywood Shuffle last week, uh, Will. <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> so it's fresh. It's, it's fresh in his mind. It's fresh in his fucking mind. But yeah, man. So like, basically, oh, just to fast forward, because like it, it's dumb, you know. Like, like he, he doesn't know how to play crap, so they're playing hopscotch. But um, he gets tired of the bullshit, just like I did. And he kicks in the fucking door. He's like, "Where the fuck is some dumb goy?" He's like, "Oh, it's just, it's just a machine." And 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 and, <laughs> and he goes back to his mask. He's like, "Dude, what the fuck? What the fuck, man?" Why'd you send me out here, bro? And he's like, you still don't get it, huh? Try to put all these breadcrumbs for your dumb ass. Okay, let's let's try this. So he goes to the fortune cookie, pulls the fortune out, hands it to him. He's like, you have no fortune in the fortune cookie. And you're looking for a master that's not real. Come on, follow me. Follow the trail here. Let's do this. Come on, I can't. It's, it's master code. I can't tell you straight up. As badly as I want to. Panda. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I'd have roundhouse kicked the shit out of my master if he'd have sent me that. Like, yo, bro, you could have told me this before I left. You could have just it's easily explained this to me. Like, uh-huh. yo, you don't need a master no more. You free. So soon as you figure that out in your head, you gonna be good. Bro. Like, why did you have to play these riddles with me? Like, I got, like, fresh pussy sitting here in Seven Heaven waiting for me, and I don't <laughs> get it because you got me on a mission right now, and the dude with shoulder pads keep coming after me and stuff like that, talking about he want to me to kiss his converse. I don't even know what the fuck converse are. <laughs> but for some reason, I gotta keep kissing. So, he, I, I see, I blame the master. This is all his fault. 
I, I feel like it's master code though. I feel like I feel like you like I feel like it, it, it's you can't directly say shit because they gotta answer the question themselves. I feel like it's like it's like a weird it's like a, it's like the it's like a Hippocratic oath of masters. Like they have no choice. Like they gotta because you know he wanted to. You know he wanted you know, to. Now I'm thinking about Could it. I, I do the same thing with my kid when I'm doing math with him. It's like five plus four is, and then like, you gotta wait for them to get the answer, and because you can't just give it to him because he's gonna forget it. And it's not gonna. It's not any kind of work he put into it to actually get that answer and hold on to it. Fatherhood. Or you could just, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess to that effect then. But that's that's more simplified than what they are saying. Like if you was like, yo, like what should I do when the water flows to the east and the rocks <laughs> doesn't fight the current? Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Touche, touche, yeah. Tell me straight up what I'm supposed to do. Just could you imagine if your teacher was like this? The teacher, what's the homework today? It's not the homework that you shall have. It's just the homework that you shall have. Nope, I'm out. Touche. <laughs> I'm out. Touche, bro. I, I, I see why my older brother sells drugs now. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if your teacher talked to you like that? Touche, bro. Too yeah, fucking shit. Can you imagine that if your mom talked to you like that? Oh, when's dinner? It's not when dinner is when dinner is nearest inside your mental. <laughs> I just want to know what happens. So, like, six, maybe? Yeah, six. Uh, before the street lights come on or after the street lights come on? Should, when, when should I expect to be entertained? When the light is inside your soul. Oh, you know what? I'm going to bed, Mom. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to sleep. I'm just grabbing a <laughs> of school. You just shout out the window. And I'll come back whenever you're ready. Right. So, Pete Gang, your boy, your boy Leroy finally hears word that Laura got snatched up. And he goes into murder mode. Because instead of going to the trunk, he goes to the fucking, he goes to the dojo closet, bro. And he gets all his ninja gear and shit. And Johnny's like, yo, I wouldn't have told you if I knew you were going to go. Johnny, you stupid, bro. Of course he's going to go. Of course he's going to go. What are you talking about? That's his that's brother. His, yeah. This is brother and and, 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 and future vagina for the first time. His his first, his future first is in there. He gotta go. He gotta go. And that's when vagina you just can't be like, all right, man. I guess I'll get another one next time. That's some top rated vagina. <laughs> so the trap gets sprung, right? It turns into fucking running, man. Like all these dudes are coming up to fuck him up, right? Everyone's getting their ass beat. Like no one can really fuck with Bruce Leroy until like the last minute because somebody pulled out a weapon. And uh, start beating him with chains and shit. And then his students came. Because, uh, oh, yeah, motherfucking baby Ernie Reyes Jr. is in this fucking movie. Yeah, I thought that was cute. It's adorable. <laughs> shout out to all, look, shout out to all the parents who didn't realize their kids wouldn't in bed that night. You're a horrible fucking excuses for parents. <laughs> 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 all your little niggas are out right now, and they all friends. So I know all of them know each other. And all of these kids are outside at night. Like, they just phone call ready. <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was a different time, I guess. <laughs> Parenting was easy as fucking 85, bro. <laughs> just, oh, you going out? Yep. All right, that's cool. I'll catch you later. I'm going to go fuck your mom. So, right. <laughs> but yeah, man, all these kids. Come, yeah, all these kids out here whooping ass, and like Johnny all of a sudden knows how to fight, which is very annoying to me. Very annoying. He was garbage all movie. But now he knows how to use nunchucks and like actually kick people in the face and shit. He went past the waist. He went past waist kicks. 
He was doing legit kicks. He was doing legit kicks. And like we had like white Mr. T in there getting destroyed. That was was weird. That's all I remember. I don't remember, I don't remember any any other of the bad guys except for a big fat white Mr. White T. Mr. He was just getting just they pulled his pants down. They they beat his ass. Like sixty guys on top of him, like beat him with like just baby fists. Right. So they dog walked that dude. <laughs> literally though. <no. laughs> he was literally on all fours. Like they invented they invented the dog walk right then and there at that point, bro. They whooped his ass. So like Eddie bugs out, he takes uh, uh, uh him and Rocky take um vanity away, right? Also, mm-hmm. I like how Rocky's like, fuck all this dumb shit, and he tries to pull the hammer out. And Eddie's like, nah, I spent too much money on this whole setup for you to just end it. <laughs> that, look, if I was Rocky, that's when I'd have quit. I'd have quit right there. Like, You're damn right. Look, you don't do this shit if it's not up to par no more. Like, I'm, look, nigga, you, you, you let little kids in this bitch, they fighting, whooping everybody ass. You trying to hold Prince's ex-girlfriend hostage and shit. You got a dude that's dressed in Chinese and this nigga like fucking glowing and shit. Like, yo, bro, like, man, I'm, I just want to get some black pussy. That was that's all. <laughs> that's all he wanted. That's, all, that's the only that's all. reason I do these movies in the first place. So <laughs> I can go ahead and get some. Shout out to him, though. I forget what uh, Rocky's real name is, but uh, that dude is always in every black film. Like, yeah. This is he, like, uh, Mike Stark. Shout out to Mike Stark. Yeah, shout out to Mike Stark, dude, because he was, he was hilarious in Black Dynamite. I want him dead. <laughs> Uh, so um, when they run away, your boy Richie pop locks out the ropes. You know what I'm saying? That was his time to shine, <laughs> and he gets free. And like when him and uh Leroy are like running into that building to go try to get to Laura, uh, he beats the shit out of Rocky, which is weird. But it was all dick kicks. I gotta give it to him. Like 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 Richie worked worked the meat, hit the balls, both of them kicked the dickhead, all that shit. And Rocky goes down, but your boy Beast comes out of nowhere, dog. And this is my favorite. Richie scene because he picks that boy up. Leroy's like, put him down. He's like, <laughs> gladly. Throws that motherfucker boom right into that fucking can. <laughs> oh, woo! I, and I always, I, every time I watch this movie, I always play that shit three times. I don't give a fuck. Cracks me the fuck up. He goes to sleep. Richie's out, and your boy Bruce Leroy murders Beast. I think Beast died. I don't know. Yeah. The, the body count is going to be weird, but I think I think Bees might have died on that one because he got fucked all the way up. You never saw him again. I was going to say, movie magic show, if you didn't see him die, that means he may not be dead. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. But he got those hands. And then he got that like that nice little back meal kick <laughs> when he was on his knees. Right. That was, he that was got good. a full Popeye's family size, sir. <laughs> <laughs> With, With two sides, four biscuits, and the two liter of sweet tea. And the jalapeno <laughs> pepper. And two apple pies. And yeah. got the receipt. He's dead. <laughs> he the receipt. And don't forget the honey packets. He got all of that. And he did the survey. He fucked him up. And he did the survey. <laughs> <laughs> so look, man, it's boss battle time. All right? Your boy finally going to get what he wants, bro. He's so excited that he took the shoulder pads off. That's how I know it's real. That's how he knows. And shout out to whoever put that, that karate gear together. That karate yeah. game was fly, especially with the chucks on. I was like, you know what? All right, bro, I'll give you that one. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's truly boss battle time. Like, I'm gonna take this whole fight serious now. And like, I, I, I couldn't stop. Like, every time I see Heihashi Mishima from Tekken, I always think about Shona. Huh? I don't know why. The whole tiger motif yeah. and shit. I think it might just be the hair. Yeah, it could be the hair. Nah, like, same mustache. Know, yeah. 
if they had a black version of him, I could see that being shown up. Like, could you imagine showing up old and then they picked up a little weight and he didn't got muscular and stuff? Yeah, could be that. I can see it, bro. So they get to fighting, right? It is it's it's a knockout drag out. You know what I'm saying? Like like he can't he can't really just whoop up on Shonuff like that. I like how <laughs> I like how Shonuff is like, all right, okay. And just starts serving him up, kicking Leroy through a fucking wall, all kinds of shit. Leroy had to actually stealth this cat. He couldn't fight him straight up. He wasn't ready, man. He had to he had to sneak up behind uh Shonuff and drop kick him through a wall, right? Very true. This is one of my favorite scenes too, bro, because it turns into Halloween. <laughs> Cause like Sure enough, passes out. Leroy is trying to catch his breath. He's like, oh, man, I was close. Oof. Good thing that I turns around. He's gone. Just that grease stain where his jerk curl was. And then the music kicks in. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and what happens, man? What happens next? Show sure enough has the glow in his hands. Bruh. It's frightening, bro. It's Friday. That just reminded me of Vegeta. Every time I see that scene, I'm just like, Vegeta has went Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had to be pure heart. Nah, baby. <laughs> nah. You just nah, got They never said pure good. <laughs> yeah. Pure badass qualifies just as good. By the way, shout out to um Dragon Ball Abridged. Like if you if y'all if you've never seen Dragon Ball, just watch that. That shit is hilarious. Oh yeah. Love that shit. Anyway. But yeah, dude, he has the fucking red glow. And Leroy's not ready. And I wasn't ready as a child because he was smacking this dude. He was smacking the, the positive energy out of his body, bro. Each hit looks disgusting. This would have made any Chick-fil-A employee so sad. <laughs> like, I wish I could do something, but I can't. He is really serving him right now. All the time. A 12-count sliders. A spicy chicken combo with cheese. And a frozen lemonade. Uh, with the Polynesian sauce, and bro. he definitely did the survey. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> he got damn right. He did. He, and he, he did. downloaded the app. He fucked this nigga up. <laughs> He's beating the shit out of his ass, bro. I feel like cause this is this is karate rules. I feel well, karate movie rules. I feel like Show Enough would have won if he did not take off his shirt. If he didn't take off Bruce Lee Roy's shirt, he would have won. Yeah. If Show Enough would have had tattoos, he couldn't take his shirt off. But he did not. Right, and, and you're right, and, and sure enough, kept his shit on. Like, like whoever take off your shirt first in the karate fight, you win. Period. Point blank. That's the rules. That's the yes. rules. Cause he, but he fucks him up. He tries to he, he try, well, he he peels the gi down to kind of like lock his arms, which is like that's still gangster. And he started dunking his head. He's like, "Who's the master?" Trying to get him to talk, but unfortunately, he didn't realize he was unleashing <laughs> the kung fu yeah. flashbacks. He did. He did everything wrong. He did everything wrong. He did like he had to fight one. If he would have just kept it just straight old gritty, just old black man hands, he would have been fine. But he had he had to put some flair in it. That's where he fucked up. He did this shit like it's hubris. It's always hubris. <laughs> it's like it's like when you showboat in wrestling, you turn your back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, steel chair, <laughs> right? <laughs> so he he finally realized through massive head trauma and waterboarding that he's the master. Leroy finally gets it, bro. Like, for a moment, all of his wounds are healed. <laughs> He's like, who's the master? And Leroy's like, I am. And he goes Super Saiyan, bro. He's finally, he finally hits Ultra Instinct. Like, completed. Because he had Omen Ultra Instinct all movie long. He was already there. But now he's like full-on white hair Goku. Like, it's going down. And these hits 
Like he literally smacked fire out of this dude. It's crazy. It was I was it was I was happy. I was happy it happened. It was just awesome. Beat the fuck out this guy. Smack he served him with a two piece fries and a biscuit. But you open the bag up, there's an extra piece in there. He <laughs> <laughs> got the hook up. And gave him a drink that he did not order. You got a large sweet tea that you didn't order. He got the receipt back and it was it just says thank you. He didn't pay for a goddamn cent for that shit, bro. He got all the service. With a smile with a smiley face at the end. And a phone number on the back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Harlem Hospital. <laughs> He's getting destroyed, bro. He looks like he looks like a power ranger getting hit, bro. Like there's sparks everywhere, bro. It's it's just ugh. ugh. And the song is like full blast. Tell him that he's the last dragon. It, it's a wrap. You know he's done, bro. And he he does the oh no he does the uh, the little uh, what was it was the Chinese connection where he did the hands, the little shadow hands, Bruce Lee. Yes. I think it was Chinese no. connection. I feel like it was Chinese. No, it was Way of the Dragon. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he does he does the hands from Way of the Dragon, and then he does the cross kick from uh, Enter the Dragon where he like kicks that scar dude in the face. I'm assuming all of uh, showing up's rib cage was shattered. That's just my best estimate. Like his ribs are loose. It's all spare ribs now. Just done. Uh, you know what else was loose? His bowels. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know he do to himself. He kicked the shit out of him. Literally. Literally. Like, oh, that's I love the um. I love how like casually he saved Shonuff's life too, because he fell back into the well that he was drowning him in, right? I just love the the casual walk over and just pull him out just by the face, <laughs> so he could breathe. I was like, oh, that's gangster. Shonuff is out of commission, bro. You don't get to go out this easily, <laughs> right? So your boy Eddie's like, you know what? Fuck this. I got that four five. <laughs> he tries to shut it down. He's like, I'm done. I waste too much everything money. Everything he just saw, right? Like, let's let's examine this. You just see the dude glow in red. You just see another dude glow in yellow. Sparks are flying out of him. There's no machine doing this. And you decide in your head, hey, let me pull out this little small ass BB gun that I got. Because I can't afford a real gun because I was worried about the set at 7 Heaven. And let me just point it in Bruce Lee and see what happened. <laughs> Oh man! So we get we get the call back because it was foreshadowed in the theater. Cause showing up said it first, like catches bullets with his teeth, nigga, please. <laughs> uh, but it's real because he tried to shoot him. I like how the movie tried to pretend like he died. Cause they try to sing the last dragon all sad and shit. It's like the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He's okay. He catches that a bullet. Been funny. <laughs> oh, bro, that would have been a whole other kind of movie if he died, bro. Boom, dead. That'd have been crazy. Right? Credits. Right. Credits. Speaking of which, have you seen Glass, Will? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that. yeah. I have superpowers. Blam. Dead. Yep. No, you don't. <laughs> you, you really don't. We've been telling you this for like 20 years, and you just didn't want to believe us. Like, we, we sat here and told you. Like, we kept telling you, and you were just like, I, everyone underestimates the mastermind. No, I think you're underestimating, I think you're overestimating what you're doing right now. Yeah, yeah. And then, splat, I tried to tell him. I tried to tell y'all were there, I tried to tell him. 
Same on me. I did my job. I tried to tell them. Heartbreak aside, our boy Leroy is okay. <laughs> and he strings him up, and the cops come. But this is what bothers me right here. Because this was what I'm not 100% sure if Laura runs her show because the TV crew shows up. It's like, bitch, you're late. And I'm like, yo, she was just a hostage. The fuck are y'all doing? They're like doing her hair, like at the scene of the crime. <laughs> They're like, well, she's black, so of course they didn't care. It's like a show Come on. I was what just kidnapped. Well, you need to get on TV. Exactly. Were you sexually assaulted? No? Okay. We seen them white shirts at that warehouse. We know you got old golden hair with you. You was good. We saw what happened with that little ninja. We knew you'd be all right. Come on. That's the most cold-blooded TV crew of all time. I mean, they literally teasing their hair, and this chick is like... They didn't even give her the blanket. They didn't give her the cop blanket. You know what I mean? Like, like, like after after action scene's over and they put them in blankets, they, she didn't even get that, bro. Right. She had to go straight to work. And, like, I guess we have, like, a white party or some shit. It was scheduled... <laughs> Because <laughs> everybody's there Everybody's getting it in and shit She look like she's in prom And they all dancing to the glow again And your boy shows up I'm assuming this, this has to be like the next day But like I don't know why they were getting in her ready immediately Because I don't know where your boy Bruce got this fucking suit from I thought he just, just materialized it for hours Maybe right. He's a master now People just hand you dope shit <laughs> Here you go, brother. Here you go. Here you go. I saw them hands you put on that motherfucker. That was disgusting. I sold this shit tonight. So he shows up with this dope ass white and gold shit and got them flowers and shit. And like he has that awkward moment that's happened to everybody. We about to say some like not cool shit when the music's loud, but then like the beat drop or like the music just stops and you just look like a dumbass. It happens to him. He's like, show me some moves. It was like, oh, he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Even the most badass karate master can be humbled in an instant. But uh, <laughs> but regardless, they play some sweet-ass music and shit. They make out and they go up to Seventh Heaven, a.k.a. Vanities for Jazz. And we end the movie. Yay. And that's it, man. That's Yay. motherfucking Last Dragon, bro. So, like, let's get into these tallies. Let's tally up. Let's tally up. Let's find out how many motherfuckers lost their lives in this bitch. Let's get into the body count. Yeah. Random Randy Savage, what you got on the body count, bro? I was gonna say zero, but I'm gonna count uh, Beast as one. So there's one. Yeah, we got we got one with an asterisk. I'm, I'm gonna say Beast lost his life too. I'm gonna say that his nose bone went into his brain from that last kick. He didn't make it out alive because he almost yep. killed Richie. Uh, all right, oh. folks, it's time for everybody's favorite subject: the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. Unfortunately, folks, not Nan Booby at all. At all. So the answer is zero, sadly. But it's kind of a family film, folks. Let's not let's not get upset about this, right? We got karate action out the ass. You got a, a shirtless Timac, I guess, for the latest, if you enjoy that. But that's all we got, folks. So here's a real question, folks. Who is our favorite character throughout this entire movie? Let's find out our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Christie, bitch. Let's start with our uh, guest, the host of Brunch Blood, um, the Hotbox Challenge, 
Arcade Tokens, probably going to be the host of the, of the next Oscars for next year. Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, who was your Joe Grizzly recipient? Who was your favorite character? Uh, my favorite character is going to be Vanity's Vagina. <laughs> it was resilient. It was patient. It was definitely loyal. And it stuck through and through from beginning to end of this movie. I don't know why I envision like it embodies Cicely Tyson like in her hardest roles. I'm, I'm just... She man, she faced tough roles on that one, man. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't seen a tougher role since Squilby as a slave. Oh, <laughs> uh. It's like every time she's hopeful, she's finna get something. It just gets taken away. It's like, oh, this fucking dormant. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Random Randy Savage, who is Chucho Grizzly? <laughs> If you could top that, I don't think you can. Nope, not even gonna try. <laughs> I was gonna be with the teacher because I I really enjoy how he fucked with everybody the whole movie. Oh, he was a massive troll. He was a troll, massive troll. Um, it gotta be shown up for me, bro. All day, all day. Shown up is the shit, bro. And and, and shout out to the actual act uh, actor, um, uh, Julius Carey, I think his name is. He passed away of pancreatic cancer, unfortunately. But um, he didn't know no karate. He's not been trained at all. And he was like, can y'all give me a stunt, though? And he's like, we can't. You're too tall. And he just, he just, just took it. He just did what he had to do, bro. So he shout did, out to he him. He did do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as untrained dude, I mean, it was decent. I mean, it, it was okay. It was okay. It was better than Robert Townsend kicks. Yep. I'll give him that. All right, folks. It's final verdict time. Knee pads and slippers. What that means, if we truly enjoyed this movie, we'll give it a maximum of two knee pads. Well, we fall to the worst of position given this movie is just due. Or, if we hate this movie, think it's utter trash, we'll give it a maximum of two hater slippers where we slide them on and try to put people on TV even though they were in a fucking heroin experience where they almost died. Let's start with our guest, Will Ferrell, knee pads or slippers. I'm going to give it knee pads. I'm going to give it one knee pad. Like, oh, it's, okay. you know, even though it still has its holes, it's it's still a cult, it's a cult classic and I can't help that it built a foundation for someone to maybe do something better. Like, imagine if someone who was really a fan now and they remade The Last Dragon, but maybe it's going to be some very serious or taken seriously. So, I have to give it credit for that. But then, you know, you always got to support people that have a full broadcast and trying to do at least something outside the home. So, I, I, and again, I can still watch it. It's not something I'm going to, uh, I can get to this. I can still watch it. That's what's up. Brandon Randy Savage, knee pads or slippers. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it one knee pad as well. It's it's good, but it's goofy as fuck, but it's still fun to watch. And the fighting stands and like my only beef was with Shogun the the Shogun of Harlem trying to take over, but I guess we cleared that up is to prevent any future uprising from Bruce Leroy, so I must crush him now, but I'll, I'll end up like fueling his fire to become the new Shogun of Harlem now. That'd have been <laughs> Private for the follow. Right. Yeah. First of all, you niggas lost your goddamn minds. This is motherfucking two knee pad worthy all day long. For the soundtrack, the soundtrack backs it up, man. Yeah, there's some holes in the shit. Yeah, oh, it's okay, goofy okay. as fuck. Okay. That motherfucker. Bro, that motherfucking soundtrack throughout the entire movie fucking made it like like seals the deal. And then like out of nowhere you get a special effects spectacular fight at the end, bro. Nobody saw that coming. This is true. This is true. Man. Shit is insane. But I still gotta sit at one just cause 
we've seen that now, and it's kind of like, ah, okay. Oh yeah, I mean, no, there, there's a lot of cringe. <laughs> there's so much cringe in this mm-hmm. movie. There's so much cringe in the movie, dude. But like, but like, I got, I, I have to personally give it to you only because the the soundtrack is the other knee pad for me. But I completely understand one knee pads for you guys, honestly, truly. But like, this is and one of my I personal favorites. I can understand that because music can definitely make or break a movie, and they did definitely have some memorable tracks on there. I will, so I, I can see where you're coming from when it comes to that. But uh, with that being said, man, we did it. We got through it. Will, I appreciate you hanging with us doing the entire fucking show. Thank you so much for that, bro. That I mean, means the world to me, man. Um, I appreciate y'all having me. Man. The floor is yours, man. Any shout outs, anything you want to get out there, man? Now is your time, bro. Let's get it. What you got? Um, man, y'all can, you know me, y'all can follow me at Will Farrow. That, that, that's it for everything as far as like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all that. It's all the same name and stuff. And, uh, you know, I ain't gonna bore y'all with anything that I got coming out. Just stay tuned and just remember something that's very important to me that I think should be very important to y'all. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Always allow two minutes for your hot pocket to cool before you bite into it. Lord. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Let it sit. It's a great metaphor for life. Let it oh, sit. Show. Man, because I, I I was that dude. I was that dude trying to eat it while it was hot. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Oh, it's mouth gone. <laughs> I got exactly. this. Still can't taste right. It's all yeah. Yeah. All right, Randy, you got any shout outs, bro? I'm a shout out to Chris Broward. He's been hitting me up on Facebook a lot. We've been hitting. I'm not even gonna tell you the pronoun- the correct pronunciation because fucking. Damn it! Because I thought I got it wrong in the last episode. Damn oh, yeah. it! Got it wrong. <laughs> He's gonna have to suffer for another week. No. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, shout out to uh, hashtag Blue Pod Squad, uh, hashtag Castaways. Um, uh, all black podcasts are out there. Shout out to uh, Fans on Patrol, Soul Wizard, uh, Home Video Hustle, Random Ramblings with B Rob. Um, the whole nine. Eric, yeah, yeah, y'all know who y'all are, man. We appreciate y'all everything y'all doing. And our Patreon subscribers, thank y'all so much for everything y'all do. If you haven't hopped on our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash cult four or five podcast. As little as one dollar, you will get an extra episode from us, man. More content, some little bit of swag. We'll give you keychains, buttons. You know what I'm saying? You can you can reach out to me personally and I could talk to you and tell you about my life and what I'm going through every day. Maybe, possibly, not really. But um, yeah, man, hit us up, follow us. For sure, go check out All Dev Digital. Go watch all those Hotbox challenges. Have a good time. Spark it up. Get spinxed. Uh Will, big shout out to you, sir. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate this shit. You have no fucking idea. This was this is a huge gift for me. I'm super psyched about oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate being there, man. Thank y'all for having me, man. You're welcome back anytime, bro. Any motherfucking time. Bro. So, yeah, man, that's it. We will catch you motherfuckers next week. We're probably going to do another black movie. I don't know what, but we'll figure it out. It's probably going to be streaming because I'm tired of renting shit. Catch y'all later. Mm-hmm. <laughs>